Yeah, like that. Recorded by the host or a participant. Yeah, so we have to see if we're all actually ready to get going here, huh? Get our funny hats on. What is that? Hitting the wrong button, I guess. My nose is running. (laughs) I think we all have that problem today. All I'm in. There we go. Well, I got it. The. All righty. I'm all set to go if you guys are. We're all good. All right. Now that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's right, everybody. This is a podcast that sounds funny. This is the week of November 29th, 2022. Season 3, show 4, episode 108. Wow. 108. Starting to move on along there, huh? Yeah. We are two blind brothers and a blind sister who tell it the way we see it. I am your host, Keith, and join with me are... Uh, Terry. <laughs> Tired Terry. Tired Terry, and I'm awake, Jill. I got my coffee. <laughs> Tired Terry and jumping Jill. Jumping Jill. Popped up on caffeine. <laughs> well, we like to get started with a little bit of what's new. It could be a classic funny family story from eons gone by, or it could be something recent, like reading, watching, doing. Does anyone have a question? So, anybody has something you want to start out with? Anything, Anything funny? New? It was Thanksgiving last week, so we got leftovers. Yeah, ours menus. were about to put in the freezer. I think today, if there's any we left, had a lot of activities in South Roxana over the weekend. But what's that? We had a lot of activities in town going on. Oh, I think we had a couple emergencies and a drug bust and. Wow. I had to go to the emergency room, and my grandson had to go to the emergency room. I was like, Fun and adventures at the hospital and emergency <laughs> services. Note to our listeners, if you're cooking ramen noodles in your microwave for three minutes in the styrofoam cup of noodles, and you go to reach in with your hand, and you squeeze that styrofoam cup a little too hard, the water does come out. <laughs> um, you should have waited a little bit to let it cool down or use All it over the end. <laughs> and, it, and generally, when it comes to those cup of noodles, you don't have to cook them for three minutes. Usually, one minute's plenty. I couldn't read the instructions. Or if you feel like you got to cook them longer, <laughs> the wise thing to do is, is cook it for two and let it cool down for My one. My wife told me. It said you're supposed to open it up and pour boiling water into the cup and let it sit for three minutes, not cook it. Or let it sit for three minutes or you put water in and you can nuke it for one. You nuke it it for three, you're going to have volcanic lava in that. (laughs) Yes, you do. And I've got blisters on my palm to prove it. Wow. but anyway, I don't so, think anything funny happened this week for me. All the kids were well, here. And that was real fun. <laughs> well, home. After we had uh, a house full of grandkids and took them all to go see great grandma and 
had a huge Thanksgiving <laughs> feast. Wow. Came back with a lot of pies. The next day, I'm going to have some pie, and they're all gone except for one piece. Um, wow. We still have two-footed mice we have that live upstairs. I was just thinking that you have some uh, oversized mice getting hungry in the middle of the night. Sneak down to the fridge. Yeah, because if they didn't want you to have a snack at nighttime, why'd they put a light in the refrigerator for it? That's right. Uh, <laughs> but, but see, the funny thing is, we had this huge feast. Yeah, so I'll eat. You know, I have like... A, like a, a, a pea on their plate or a grain of rice. It, I'm not hungry. I'm not hungry for supper. I'm not hungry for dinner. Midnight comes around. <laughs> Remember that rice. next Thanksgiving, you're not going to have to cook so early. You can wait and have your meal at midnight. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, we should. We See, we should have our, our meal in a day of, of pies and desserts and eat them all up and then save the turkey and stuff for the midnight snack. And have that be the only thing in the fridge. <laughs> Show with them. We went over yeah. to our, my stepdaughter's house for Thanksgiving. It was pretty good. I didn't couldn't have you know didn't have any teeth, but still everything you eat was mushy mashed potatoes and stuffing and macaroni, cranberry sauce. The turkey was really nope. tender. You know this. You know she had some pureed turkey food. baby food. I could pick it up and you know pinch it, you know, pull some off and put it in my mouth and chew a little bit, swallow it. And it wasn't it was fine, you know. I could do pretty well with no teeth in, but huh. afterwards, man, it was hurting so bad. But <laughs> well, it didn't hurt till I, after I, I ate my couple rounds of pies. Well, it maybe could have had to do with having some stitches still in your mouth. Well, yeah, and then the I think it's like the the acidity of the fruit. And the pies made it hurt too. And the saltiness of the food, yeah. yeah. Any of the above. Yeah. You got to be careful not to get any food down in the wounds because that'll give you problems too. Yeah. Well, you would hope later. that this, even with stitches, I mean, it's still in the healing process. We would hope would be healed up enough because. You, you got to eat no matter what day it is, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I have another uh, another little thing about going to another exciting, funny experience going to the, I went to the dentist yesterday in Granite City, and I was supposed to pick up my new top denture, uh -huh. and I went there uh, when I was supposed to, right at nine o'clock. I was actually at 30 minutes early. We got there, and they called me back, sat me in a chair put the napkin on my, around my neck. And they said, okay, we'll be back. And I said, okay. And they came back and I said, I got my bottom dentures right here. Uh, you know, so, cause I got to put them into, uh, right. So you got to put your bottom dentures in so that we can see how well they line up with the new teeth. And I'm like, well, I don't understand why. Cause, um, okay. Well, I recently, since I was here last, I had oral surgery done and I still have stitches in my mouth has the dentist cleared you to put your bottom teeth in yet? I said, no. And I'm, these teeth right here, are, are these, can they take and put the snaps in these teeth? And they said, no, normally they make you a new set of teeth, new bottoms. Yeah. That's what I would think. And so I'm like, yeah, exactly. Cause this pair right here in my hand that I'm holding is from 2009. These are old. Okay. I only have them because it's a spare pair because mine are broken. 
and this is what I have to do to be able to eat. Now, so your bottom fell out. So if you want me to put these teeth, you you don't you want me to put these teeth in my mouth to make sure they line up with your new teeth that you just made me, but I'm not going to be using these. So what difference does it make whether I put these teeth in my mouth or not? You know, yeah, the top, the top ones will be the baseline. Just the top ones are what they are, and then when you put the bottom ones, you put the bottom ones to the top. Yeah, and I'm like, when they make me my new bottom set, won't they be different than this? And they said, Well, yeah, and I go, Then why would I waste my time putting these in here today for you? And they said, Well, you know what? You can, when do you go back to your other dentist? And I said, December 10th. Well, we'll call you on December 11th and tell you when to come back in here, you know. You know, and I was like, okay, you're going to call me on a Sunday? Because that's what <laughs> number 11th is. You know, I guess so. <laughs> so I told him, I said, well, okay. So all I have left to do is to do that. Now, see, like I told my wife, I go, these guys are doing nothing but gigging my insurance company. Every time I go for a visit and they don't do anything, they just sit me in the chair and then tell me to put my teeth in. I go to put my teeth in. I go, okay, you got to come back again one more time so we can get adjusted. I'm like, adjusted how? What are you even doing? Now, when you go back on December 10th, they're not going to put teeth in your mouth. Or they're just going to check your stitches, right? Exactly. When I go back to, to Hazelwood, to the dentist there, to the oral surgeon, they're going to, uh, they're just going to look to see how well it's healing. That's all. But so, so you're not going to have teeth fitted on your bottom until when? Probably not till springtime. So why don't you just tell these people, I'm not going to have teeth until springtime. So why do we need to call you back on December 11th? I'll call you when I have other, them in my other mouth. Other than I can, I can call you on December 11th to make an appointment in the spring. I plan to call them back and say, the doctor said I can put my teeth in. And whenever I go, whenever they call me and if they say come in on December 12th, which would be that Monday, which they wouldn't do it that quick. But if they say come in on December 28th and I say, okay, whenever I go to go on my way to the dentist, I'm going to take a couple drops of glue and put on the back of my dentures and glue the bottoms in my mouth and say, when I walk out, I say, here you go. Look, they're in. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, but then they may not line up with the other teeth they're making you. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. Yeah, at this thing. point, what they do at the top is is regardless because there's nothing on the bottom to line up with until it gets them in the spring. So oh. why not just put, put the top ones in and let them be the top and line the bottom ones up when you get the bottom ones? This, this is kind of silly if you ask me. But. Oh. Anyway, um, note to the children out there, when you eat all that Halloween candy and Christmas candy, <laughs> Easter candy, take care of your teeth, or one day you could have these problems too. <laughs> yeah. So, Public um, service announcement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another one. Oh, thank you. And uh, so anyway, let's, let's go ahead and get busy with a random topic. Yeah, spin the wheel. There's holidays. And then pick a number oh. between one and seven, right? Let's see. What we like to do then is recording on Tuesday. That would be one. So two would be tomorrow. 
Wednesday. So I got to find, no, I had this somewhere here. Here we go, November. And uh, the 30th, November 30th, which is our second day of our recording schedule week. And we have um, Barbados Independence Day. So shoot off all the fireworks for Barbados, I guess. Yep. Uh, it is Bonifacio Day. I haven't got a clue. Huh. Uh, all I know is it is a cultural historical day. Uh, I think it's related to Ralph Macchio. I don't know. <laughs> it is Choose Women Wednesday. That can't be right. <laughs> I choose a woman today. Maybe it has to do with being trans or something. I don't know. Choose them to you do can now, it's, it's socially acceptable now to call them queer again. The queers. Yeah. I, I think hey. it's choose when and Wednesday. It Maybe. makes no sense. Either way, it makes no sense. City Spur Lights Day? That makes no sense either. Uh, day of remembrance for all victims of chemical warfare. Wow. Let's wow. see some, some ca ca carols of that one. I've never heard of that holiday. Before. I've never heard of any. I didn't know there was such a thing to, have to celebrate with being a victim of chemical warfare. Wow. Having your lungs burned out by mustard gas. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, oh, National Computer Security Day. Update your antivirus. National Mason Jar Day. Now we're talking. I guess, you know, this is the time of the year for canning, all the vegetables out of the garden and stuff. Daddy's recipe. From the yeah, water. that whiskey's still in the backyard. Daddy's recipe. Well, speaking of special recipe, it is National Meth Awareness Day. Oh. So then we're taking a turn. Got my oxycodone right here. Um, national... Oh, speaking of National Meth Day, this National Mississippi Day, don't tell me there's a correlation with that. I would hate to think. <laughs> I'm sure people in Mississippi are better than that, I would hope. At least Some of them. <laughs> whenever I lived in Mississippi, they were better than that. Yeah, that was a long time ago. It is National Moose Day. Speaking oh, of our National Moose, he's in the hospital this morning having a procedure done. National Personal Space Day. It's my, you know, space. my space. Stay out of it. <laughs> Step back. I'm going to tase you. <laughs> National Stay at Home Because You're Well Day. Okay. Maybe don't take a sick day. Take a well day. Uh -huh. We actually have a teenager upstairs taking a day off because he is sick. But uh, Sometimes I think that's debatable, but today he definitely is. Mm. Uh, Let's see, Perpetual Youth Day. Yeah, Leonardo, what's that? The, the Fountain of Youth guy, whatever his name is. <laughs> Ponce de Leon. Yeah, that guy. Perpetual Youth. St. Andrew's Day, Terry. How about that one? What day? St. Andrew. I wonder yeah. what he's a saint of. Texas. <laughs> For people who don't know, that's Terry's son who lives in Texas. Dallas, Texas. 
Anyway, that's all the holidays I have on my list for Wednesday, tomorrow. Actually, by the time people listen to this, it might be today or even yesterday. <laughs> but uh, there's our holidays, short and sweet. And then next week, if we do it again, we can move on to some December holidays. Oh, uh, this fellow's looking for you. I think he says it's pretty important. Avon calling. Take time out for beauty. When Avon comes calling, use Avon Cosmetics and you'll be enthralling for a pleasure-filled break in your daily routine. It's time to take time out for beauty. Avon calling. Hi, I am Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and pull-out. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com front slash T. Hogan Helpsleep. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T. S-L-E-Y. Thank you. Our founder, R.J. Conk, ought to be turning over in his grave. Hmm. Now we should move on to our news, right? News, and I got a couple things. I got some animal stories this week. Uh, what does Terry got? I don't for remember. I just recorded with my way itself. I have a big shark jumps out of the water and lands on a fishing boat. Oh, we need a bigger boat. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the scene from Jaw. Yeah. A boating captain. Uh, a guy took five passengers out on his fishing boat. He does expeditions. He's been doing it for over five years. And he took a, a crew, uh, well, not a crew, but a, a load of five people who wanted to go fishing. And a large shark jumped out of the water onto the boat. And he said, stay away from the shark. Um, that shark wanted yeah. to go fishing too. And I, 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 thought, I, I thought it was going to be the professor and Marianne and Ginger and <laughs> five were, people on a three hour tour. On Instead of the USS Minnow, it was the USS Sharky or something. Yeah. <laughs> Brian Church of Church's Seafood Charter. Not chicken? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were fishing for king's fish off the coast of Wishiango. Well, they found a king of a fish right now. And <laughs> they had hooked something. It was fighting and, and thrashing around. And they heard that music. He told dun, dun, the dun, dun. <laughs> if it jumps into the boat, get away from it because it was a. Uh, I'm trying to remember it says. The shark came flying out of the water. About 30 seconds later, it landed on the boat. Um, 
Had thirty second hang time. Wow, Michael Jordan <laughs> of sharks. The, I think it was a hammerhead shark. Huh. He said they're very aggressive and and hyperactive. He he said in about thirty seconds it it wiggled and slipped back into the water and was able to get away safely. Yeah, wow. I'm thinking, yeah, what a fishing story that one is. <laughs> you should see the one that got away. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I got on that story. Well, this must be the week of fish stories because I've got a fish story too. The article headline said it, this guy reeled in a 640, 74 pound goldfish, but it's a 67 point four pound goldfish ah. yeah the way my phone read it it was wrong and this happened in France a British fisherman was fishing at Blue Water Lakes in Champagne France and his name any stalkers Andy Hackett He's 42, got his picture taken with his catch. And they nicknamed this goldfish the carrot. It had been put in this little pond about 15 years ago to give the people something different to try to catch. Because it's a catch and release lake. So the last time it was caught, I think it said a year ago, it was 60 pounds. And so in a year's time, it had gained seven it's pounds. A goldfish, you said? A goldfish. goldfish. Yeah, I've never... Yeah, you know, That's you always awful. see a little bitty in the tank, not now, this big. Six, I'm... six uh, kilograms, I could think, would imagine, but sixty pounds. Wow. Yeah, it sounds. I huge. guess because because it's made out of gold. Gold does weigh pretty. Yes, heavy. that's it. It's all gold. Yeah, yeah, but that's all there was to that story. Well, you know, it's a catch and release, and you just get your picture taken to prove that you caught it, and then put it back for somebody mm-hmm. else to have the fun. Yeah, I, I know up at Heinz, the last time I went, they had a catch and release lake, and they had some pretty big fish. I caught one that said it was 14 inches long. Had a picture taken with me with my fish before I threw it back in. <laughs> it's probably wow. in, my, in my office in church house or somewhere. Huh. Yeah. Well, I don't have a fishy story other than my foot has that fish <laughs> uh, But I do have an- some animal stories. Uh, the first one is a, an escaped king cobra find his way back to a Swedish terrarium. Wow. In Helsinki, a venomous uh, seven-foot-long king cobra escaped from his home in a Swedish zoo. He has returned back home all by himself, bringing a happy ending to over a week-long search. Wow. Houdini as they have nicknamed him, <laughs> managed to uh, 
slither back into his uh, container. The CEO of uh, the aquarium told the Swedish broadcast channel uh, the deadly snake whose official name is Zaf. Now, which means Sir Hiss in Swedish. (laughs) Sir Zaf, Sir Hiss. Yeah. Uh, But he had escaped somehow through in this, the ceiling of his glass enclosure at the aquarium, uh, which is part of the zoo uh, there. And uh, as a result of an intensive search with x-ray machines, uh, Houdini was located earlier this week uh, in a uh, confined space uh, amongst insulation in between two walls in the, the building. Uh, holes were drilled into the walls where the snake was hiding, but the cobra disappeared from the view of the X-ray cameras. <laughs> he eventually uh, was, of course, uh, found back in his aquarium enclosure because I guess he got annoyed at people drilling holes in the wall where he's trying to take a nap. <laughs> but yeah, a snaky he, story. He just wanted to get out and see what was around and go back home. He was like that Harry Potter snake. He was just trying to find his way to Jamaica and said, yeah, this is far enough. <laughs> You're making too much noise. I'll go back to my nest at the hobo over there. <laughs> A Texas woman was arrested while attempting to cross, well, attempting to cross the border from Mexico into the United States in her car. She was stopped trying to cross the bridge. And in her trunk, she had a beer box, a wooden beer box. I don't know how it's made out of wood, but in Mexico, who knows? I guess had a square barrels there or something. She square was thing. smuggling in a spider monkey <laughs> and a beer Did box. It, it didn't have spider monkey pox, I hope. <laughs> and apparently it's an endangered species, but so they opened her trunk, saw the box with the monk with the monkey or you know um, undeclared stuff, and she took off. She has an undeclared and, monkey. Get her. She crashed the gate and um, she was being chased by immigration and she at the Gateway International Bridge in Brownsville and she hit a tree (laughs) and um, she hit a tree, crashed her car and they oh she ran a traffic light and then she hit a tree and then she was arrested they found later on her web page or on her computer that she was at a website where she was you know buying and trading monkeys monkeys are us (laughs) and so they 
took the monkey, and the monkey's now living in witness protection in Florida. This sounds like, like a good plot for the next Smokey and the Bandit movie. <laughs> <laughs> the, the monkey, get him! It's like a wild goose chase of monkey chaser from woman woman being chased by the police. <laughs> yeah, the last one they did was the elephant that was in the back of their truck. And my next story is about a cat that has kind of the same storyline as what you have there where in New York, a woman <laughs> was getting on the plane, and I guess they put your luggage through x-ray machines, and as it's going through the machine, they noticed an outline or the bone structure of a cat inside her suitcase. <laughs> and so, Just carrying uh, a dead cat, and there's a cat skeleton. Um, they opened her suitcase. No, no, the cat was still alive. It had got in her suitcase while she was packing, and uh, I guess she didn't notice somehow. You don't notice still, your cat laying in your suitcase. Still, she heard the cat. Meow. Meow, Fluffy. <laughs> so they found out whose luggage it was, pulled them off their airplane so they could take the cat home and uh, reschedule their flight for another day. The cat actually belonged to another family member, they said. Uh, I, I could imagine the other, the rest of the family back home. Where'd Fluffy go? How do we tell mom the Fluffy who ran away? <laughs> what happened to Fluffy? How do we tell mom about this? She's so attached to that cat. <laughs> the whole time, mom has the cat. Yeah. Um, but the the people were on the way to Florida for, I guess, Thanksgiving, and the cat just wanted to get away from the cold weather up north and. Well, have a vacation in Florida too. The cat's got some sunglasses on, laying out on the beach. <laughs> Wanted to go visit a smoky friend and witness protection. Wow. Maybe. <laughs> they, wanted, they wanted to be a passenger on that boat to find a shark or something. Yeah. Um, I, I actually have a leftover Halloween story. Um, it says, "That's scary." Roaches ruin Halloween for suburban Ooh. streets. Um, Wyandotte, Michigan. I thought Wyandotte was in North Dakota. But anyway, maybe there's another one. Wyandotte, Mitch. Uh, Trick-or-treating um, in this uh, Detroit neighborhood. Um, there's nothing sweet about bringing home a cockroach. Uh, officials in town said that a uh, cockroach infestation had been confirmed at a local home after a tip from a trash hauler. Okay, I have to stop right there. Just because <laughs> there's a roach infection in one house, you have to cancel Halloween for everybody. I can't think of the number of houses there must be in town uh, here or South Arkansas or Donaldson. Or there's got to be roaches, uh, and kids go trick or treating all the time. And then the other thing is discovered by trash pickup workers. That must have been some infestation to get garbage man's attention. <laughs> Let's pick up there's these bags in the house and with into the garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Anyhow, uh, but the sidewalks were closed for trick-or-treating that night uh, city engineer says uh, uh, 
their Halloween ban will prevent further roach migration. Uh, officials don't want the bucks hitching rides on costumes, which that's 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 cool, you know. Uh, yeah. The city is trying to exterminate the roaches, but it will take some time. So, wow. walking the streets could help kill the cockroaches, but they they still can spread and survive. Yeah, they can survive a lot of stuff, cockroaches. Yeah. But that's kind of a this extra scary animal bug related. Halloween story. Yuck. Yeah. You, you could have had a kid dressed as a giant cockroach. Oh. Look at me. Oh, <laughs> I came from the house right over there. <laughs> a venomous snake in New Zealand. Another New Zealand story. There was a shark. Now I got a snake here. A snake, a venomous snake, was found in Australia with its head stuck in a beer can. Yeah. It was thirsty. Look what I can do. Here, hold my beer. <laughs> and so. A, a snake with a head in a beer can. How big of this was the snake? Well, it doesn't say that the, you're the they in Australia they have bigger cans of beer than we do here, They're like the big can of Fosters, you know. Yeah, but they still have the same kind of a pull top on them, don't they? Yeah, I'm bigger, not the bread drinker, you would know more than I would. But. It's got a bigger hole, you know, where you put your mouth. But thing was, <laughs> they uh, it was a Fosters can, but uh, the wildlife people came, it was a I was trying to get the name of the snake it was. I could tell, you know, it was venomous, uh, <laughs> but it was a red-bellied something. I, I wonder how you could tell if the snake was drunk, did it stagger while it's slithered? <laughs> 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 I have too much to drink. <laughs> Look at me, swagger. I mean, slither. I mean, and where's the wall? I got to go down the wall. <laughs> It was in Brighton in Queensland, New Zealand, but they arrived the belly black red snake. I don't know understand what doesn't say what kind, but they use tools to cut through the can. And the thing was, was the jaws of life. <laughs> it wasn't the fact that it stuck its head in there and got stuck. It had stuck its head in there to eat a frog that got inside the beer can. Oh. And so it ate a frog and then it was stuck. <laughs> ah. And so they like, cut the how do I get out of here now? I can't get out. <laughs> I'm stuck. Oh. You know, it, it turns around run. and it just crawls out away from call the nine frog. One run. Help, help. Call 911. <laughs> I got a frog in my throat. <laughs> yeah. There I go. Literally. Hell. <laughs> But yeah, no, no, no. The snake just goes all the way in the can, turns around, puts his head back outside, waits for the frog to digest, and turn into snake poop and crawls out. Yeah. Simple. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Good that I seen at the UPI news. This is my last story was about the cat in a suitcase. Well, down on Florida, there was another luggage trunk washed up on shore. Uh, I was just going to say, whoever opened it, there was not a cat inside. 
Did, did you say in Florida? And did you say Trunk or Trump? Trump. <laughs> Not Donald Trump. Worcestershire. Not Donald Trump. It was a trunk. I wonder. Oh. Uh, they said that this luggage, this trunk, was made in 1935 it, in New like Jersey. It's like a hundred-year-old trunk washed up on the shore. Yeah. <laughs> I thought they were going to. I'm sure if he did, treasure. a lot of people would be very happy about that. <laughs> it's a treasure chest. Nope. There was nothing in it, no cat or anything. Like That's all no I No Al Capone's secret gold <laughs> no, or nothing. No, no missing people. Uh, I read that story too, but yeah. Uh. So hmm. let me find the button here. <clears throat> 10,000 mink are on the loose and missing from an Ohio farm. Uh oh. I thought ten thousand mink on the loose and missing. Woo! Free mink coats. <laughs> Go get up. Now um, it gets a little more bizarre than that. In Van Wert, Ohio, uh, vandalism freed thousands of mink on this northwest Ohio farm, uh, leaving an estimated ten thousand of the carnivorous mammals on the loose and unaccounted for. The local sheriff says, so many minks were killed crossing a nearby road that uh -oh. a snowplow <laughs> was called in to clear away the debris. Sounds like a joke. <laughs> it does. It's like, well, Why okay. The road? For, clearly, okay, this vandalism. And so who would vandalize a mink farm? PETA or somebody related to PETA, some animal rights group. So yeah. you're vandalizing a mink farm. Release the minks. Go. Fly and be <laughs> free. Oh no. <laughs> no. They're running it on the highway. Cruella de Vil hit it with their car. Poor little minks. <laughs> you, you let the minks out of their safe, warm, dry, comfy cages See? to be pulverized. There was, there was a bloody death on the highway. Thanks, animal rights group. I think it was Cruella DeVille because there was over 101. Yeah. 10,000. Well, <laughs> the uh, property owner estimated that anywhere from 25,000 to 40,000 minks were let loose. Uh, um, at Lions Farm is the place. Uh, but the employees at the farm were able to corral most of the ones that remained on the property, uh, which turns out is less than 15 miles from the Indiana state line. Uh, so if you're in the northeast corner of Indiana or northwest corner of Ohio, there could be some minks out there. Yeah. You might have to scrape them off the road, though. <laughs> you have to scrape them off the road. Or... Uh, now, the article does go on. I'll try to summarize it real quick. Uh, minks are carnivorous. They're meat-eating animals. So they advise local farmers to keep an eye on their chickens and small farm animals uh, so that the, uh, the, the minks would not be tempted to get them. They also said that these minks being farm-raised were considered to be domesticated. And so they may have uh, lost their skill to hunt in the wild. Another reason that this beloved animal rights group who released all these minks into the wild to be crushed by cars now are out there starving to death in the woods. Again, thank you very much, animal rights 
people. <laughs> uh, but yeah, my, one of my first thoughts was free bean coats. Yeah. <laughs> now they, they did say uh, if you do uh, try to get them to, to like to trap them, but you, they want you to return them, you know, back or whatever. And they, they really kind of discourage that they're, there's tr they're trying to get as far as many as they can return them safely as it possible. And uh, there was a group that was identified. Um, I don't know if I have the name of the group, but right? at the oh, ALS and, and the phrase will be back was what was vandalized on the, the farm. And there's a group that they didn't take credit for this instance, but they have taken credit for a similar instance in the past where the same farmer had the same group uh, release a bunch of his animals. But there wasn't quite as many at that time. It's like, why would, I mean, I get people, oh, the poor little minks just being raised to be killed for a coat, but they're safer in their cage than if you let them out to be crushed on the highway or starved to death in the woods or become a prey for some other animal like a wolf or a coyote. Yeah. Just, it was, it, it's a kind of a funny story in some way. Tragic story and a story of stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> Think this through, PayPal. <laughs> yeah, you know, back in the old, old days, like the Old West, they always killed animals to make coats. So in a way, it's just a way to make it go. Well, it's just a circle of life. I mean, uh, up until I, I think Bob Barker was a really big proponent of. Oh yeah. Uh, have your pet spayed and neutered. They would they, they stopped giving away fur coats on the prices right, and it became the faux fur kind of a coat. And of course, that that's whenever because fur coats used to be like the luxury gift you would give to your wife or girlfriend. I mean, yeah. they cost a lot of money. They cost as much as a car. They're like 30, 40, 50,000 bucks. They're not cheap. And so it's not like just everybody is going on a Walmart and picking up a, a fur coat. There's not like a demand for, you know, a gazillion minks to be killed. Uh, even so, with all the uh, being against, you know, fur coats, I'm surprised they even had a mink farm that still exists. Right. And I bet you that one mink farm probably provided minks for all the luxury coats around the world. Well, they still like fur coats. Right. So. They're not very big, though. It takes a lot of them. Yeah. They're about the size of a ferret or a weasel. And yeah, it does <laughs> it take a 101. <laughs> it would take 101 minks to make your fur coat. Yeah. Just take well, it, like get an elephant skin coat. But that's that's what they do is they, they, they you know, of course, uh, they kill them, they skin them, they stitch stitch their hides together, and they do it you know seamlessly, so you can't really tell if they can get the coat. Uh, but they do stitch them together to make you know this big old massive, you know, shoulder. I like Terry's coat. idea. People should start wearing elephant skin coats. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there we go. Yeah, cow skin. You know, you can wear cow skin. But Leather. I don't know. Uh, see, elephants are a protected species, but oh. that could be that could be a new thing, though. Instead of hunting them only for their well, tusks, okay, so they need to start hunt breed, their skin as well. need to start breeding minks <laughs> with elephants, then, so they can oh. be as well, we, we have an elephant farm. Bring elephants to the U.S. Have an elephant farm, a mink farm. Uh, yeah. You know, the, we had a story a while back about those smuggling. What was it? Mule penises into some China or something like that. 
rhino horns and tiger penis. Something like that. Yeah. And it's like, hey, we could we could start a farm just to hack out and make them transgender mules or something. Well, yeah. <laughs> Give them that operation. Anyway, that's just gross. Yeah. Doing that. <laughs> but that's all I got. And if that's all Jill's got, does Terry yeah. have any bonus stuff before we go on? Well, I've got two more animal stories and two record-breaking stories, but I can do them later. Oh, what a lucky man I am. Yep. So now it's time for the top ten. Top ten. Yeah, and I've got leftovers. Uh, Some Thanksgiving leftovers. Yeah, last Thursday, our show came out on Thanksgiving, so we got to hear it and eat turkey. Actually, I got it posted the Wednesday night before, but yeah. Well, yeah, and then, um, so now this week, I have a leftover turkey top 10 list. I did 10 facts about turkeys last week. And preparedness for Thanksgiving. So I have 10 myths about turkeys. And this is a top 10 things that sound dirty, but they're not. Oh, ish. Those dirty turkeys, (laughs) like turkey porn stuff. Number 10. Just reach in and grab the giblets. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What an idea. Well, you got to put a hand up its butt and pull them out. Uh, well, <laughs> That's kind of <yeah>. gross. <laughs> sounds dirty, but it isn't. You know, so. it's, it is gross, but yeah. That's how you do it. Yep. Number nine. That's one terrific spread. Oh, how can you say that? <laughs> that sounds dirty, but it's not. Only if your mind is there. <laughs> um, number eight. I'm in the mood for a little dark meat. I heard that remark, you overstuffed low boy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Number seven. Tying the legs together will keep the insides moist. Oh, I see what you mean, doctor. Yeah, and and prevent unwanted (laughs) childbirth. Sounds dirty, but it isn't. Uh, some people should do that in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler, thanks again. Uh, number six. Talk about a huge breast. Oh, that's going to be the biggest thing in the country. <laughs> wow. Um, number five. And he forces his way into the end zone. Okay, Doug, go, go on in there, waiting for you. Thank you. The what? Football. 
forces his way into the end zone. Ah. Number four. She's 5,000 pounds fully inflated and it takes 15 men to hold her down. One more remark from him and he'll never get old. Oh, we're talking about the balloons on the parade. The, yeah, the balloons and stuff. Yeah. Number three. It's Cool Whip time. It's me again, Margaret. <laughs> and when I get out, Margaret, I'm going to come over there with a weed eater and a live chicken. <laughs> and some Cool Whip. <laughs> we'll have a big old time, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> Later in the evening. Hey, baby, it's cool whip time. And, and he had the cool whip to prove it, huh? Velvet. Number two. If I don't get to unbutton my pants soon, I'm going to explode. Ooh, what you said. <laughs> yeah, well, you could explode anyway. That's <laughs> you have or not. <laughs> That's almost a number two. That is number two, but it's almost a number two. <laughs> that that's like what I will sometimes tell uh one of the kids is like, I gotta go to the bathroom. It's not a matter of when, it's just a matter of where. <laughs> it's like now where I can get to is where I'm gonna do it. <laughs> Number one. Last but not least, it must be broken because when I push on the tip, nothing squirts out. Oh, sorry, Jet, it, it just slipped out. What would that be, the co whip in the can? The, the, I'm thinking the turkey baster, the, the turkey, oh. the, the turkey butt that goes over. The, yeah, I'm thinking of something else, but it should be the turkey baster. <laughs> huh. I'm gonna push on the tip. I, I thought maybe it was a turkey butt feast. Must be broken. <laughs> I'm assume, assuming it's the turkey baster. You've pushed uh, the button. Push I, the I, I, I'm pretty sure I know what you're talking about, but I'm not gonna say it on our clean family podcast. <laughs> I know, and that's why I said it. That's what it's referring to, I believe. It sounds dirty, but it's not dirty. Mm. If you're thinking of clean time. I got that off of our nice brother who doesn't appear on our show. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> What's that? I got it he from got my it nice from brother Steve. who doesn't appear. Oh, on yeah. Show. Well, that explains everything then. And I said, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Because we don't have that dun, 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 sound, I guess. Well, I might be able to dig that up from somewhere. My wife hates it, so you should do it like five times. <laughs> I hate it when they play that sound on, on the podcasts. <laughs> Thank 
Well, I ought to play that for her, her, her commercial then. <laughs> <laughs> like that dramatic effect on a, a soap opera on a TV. Dun, dun, dun. Something yeah, well. is about to happen. Oh, you mad, impetuous fool, you! Okay, well, this is a good place for me to stop. So what that means, it's time for some weird words. It will be. This is our last show before yeah, we get that's December. true. That's true. I know it's just a okay. few days from my birthday. It'll be my birthday after this. And, and you know the the weeks between uh, <laughs> okay. Thanksgiving and uh, yeah. Christmas is Advent, which is the, 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 the expectation of Christmas season. I know us being from a Baptist background doesn't really celebrate that, but a lot of the religions do. Next yeah. Tuesday will be St. Nicholas Day, which yeah. is also Terry's birthday. That's what I thought it was on December 6th. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> anyway, back to the words. <laughs> what word is it? We're, we're still, on, still on Jill Stunder here. Come on. I'm going to go. spell it because you guys will laugh if I say it. It's... Everybody shut up. F-A-R-C-T-A-T-E. Farce Tate. Fart Tate. Fart Tate. Fart Tate. That's when you make your tate or fart. Fart Tate. <laughs> oh, fart. What the well, fuck? Well, hmm. You're going to make your tate fart? Yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's a, the chemical po- compound that, that makes up farts. Like you have acetate, leftover turkey, you know. leftover turkey, <laughs> leftover turkey farts. <laughs> well, this word means <laughs> stuff filled solid. So I'm thinking maybe like a bratwurst or a sausage, a gas filled sausage. Or- it's something that's filled solid. It could be your belly that's filled oh, solid. Oh, I said gas. Yeah. Like, like something that's hollow that is filled to be solid. Yeah, like, like a sausage, you know. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Fart tape. Hey, yeah. let's have some fart tape with our eggs this morning. Boneless, skinless wieners. <laughs> eggs and fart tape with hash browns. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Another word is port. I think we might have did this last week, but I'm not sure. Portentous. Never heard of it. O r t e n t o u s. Portentous. That sounds like something dramatic is not ready to happen. Dun, dun, dun. Like-, like something you do at a campground in between your tents. Intense. <laughs> <laughs> you do it in tents, you know. So you, you take your tent and you and you pour stuff yeah. into it. So you have you a don't do it in a camper of, of beer or something that you can put a snake head into. <laughs> <laughs> you do it in a tent, not in a camper. Uh, in tents. I don't know what this, <laughs> well, this word means. If you can't write in the proper way. 
relating to a serious matter. Oh, no, gosh, see, I was kind of like, right. Something dramatic yeah. has already happened. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So you hear ding, ding, ding. Well, ding, ding, ding it. Just because it was pretty close. We were intense. <laughs> Let's see. Another word. Maybe you flunked that class. And maybe now you find that people mock you on Guard lace. G-A-R-G. A L E I S. Gargalize. 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 It's like gargoyles do when they want to like wash, you know, do a mouth rinse. They go, when gar, you know, the gargoyles up on the cathedral <laughs> walls. Because that's what they do, right? They, they, they channel water from the downspout. They're, they're gargalating. When they do that. Oh, and the wouldn't that be cool if they did that and then made a fountain and it could come out their mouth or something? Uh, come out the but, other end. No, that's not what this is. <laughs> it comes out the other end. There's ah! <laughs> not brown water in it. Uh, the water goes in their mouth and comes out the other end. <laughs> Down to the spigot. <laughs> this worked me. Okay, now here's the deal. I'll try to educate you. Gonna familiarize you with the nomenclature. Means you're both wrong, by the way. This uh, word means excessive tickling. Tickling. <laughs> like like Elmo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good tickles. Gargolite is excessive tickles. Yep. All right. Our next word is hammer tipia. You learn the definitions of nouns and prepositions. Literacy is your mission. And that's why I think it's a good time. <laughs> hammer tipia. H-A-M-A-R-T-I-T-H-I-A. It's when you have a hammerhead shark attack your boat. <laughs> These are all going along with our stories. Aren't the hammer's been drinking too much. It's hammered tipsia. You've been hammered on drinking too much tithia. <laughs> I, I, I think maybe it has to do with talking a lot, but it's just a wild guess. Well, this one here, it says... To learn some grammar. What? Now did I stammer? Work on that grammar. You should know when. Likely to make a mistake. So I suppose the shark going onto the boat could have been its hammer tibia. Note to self. <laughs> mistake. Don't jump on a boat. <sighs> Another word is... It's like for a few words. And it, yeah, Agastophia. Let me spell it A G A S T O P I A. No, we we haven't had any trivia quizzes in a while, but whenever we did, we had an Agatha Christie quiz and we sucked at it. So, this is when you really suck at Agatha Christie quizzes (laughs) Agastopia, like dystopia. Yep. Agatha Christie Estopia. <laughs> it's uh, a uh, uh, fear of Agus. Uh, 
Fiera, people <laughs> named Agnes or Agatha. <laughs> there we go. Your name is what? Agatha. Ah! <laughs> Fear well. of spiders. Like I could care less. That means you do care. And it's a little moron. This word here actually means to admire someone's body. Ah, mm, like, the, like the pinup girl we talking about? I guess. <laughs> you go to the beach, you admire all those bodies out there in the swimsuits. Yep. You get the sports illustrated swimsuit calendar. Our next word here is kind of like our first one, but it's You better slow down and use the right pronoun hey, hey, Show the world you're no clown Garboil G-A-R-B-O-I-L That's when you feed your gargoyles boiling water Yeah <laughs> That's whenever you, you want to cook a gargoyle you put it in the boiling water You, gar, you garboil oh. it You boil it, boil the skin right off of him Wow Well Consider that made that out of like stone, you would it'd be hard to boil their skin off, but yeah. Cooking your cockroaches. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's like a you, you boil the garbanzo bean. Oh my god. Well, that wasn't well, a word. That wasn't a word. This word here means confusion, like an uproar. Well, oh, that's us. Yeah, I was thinking like a riot, right a confusion. Like, yeah, like a riotous, tumultuous. Yeah, you're, you're, it's a garboil. Look out. Ah, the garboils <laughs> are loose. They're leaving, they're leaving the cathedral walls. They're coming to get us. Oh, I'll throw some popcorn on the ground. <laughs> well, here's another word. It is As a possessive. It's a contraction. What's a contraction? Well, it's a short thing of a word. A group of words by a mission of a letter. Witter shin. <laughs> it's W I D D E R S H I N. It's a woman whose husband has died and it's her front part of her leg. I thought the last letter was a T. Witter shins. Yeah. What? It's like that little old granny on Twitty Bird. When it's just hiked up her dress, she's showing off her witter shin, the front part of her leg. Yeah. I thought it meant to go out to the outhouse in the wintertime and take a shim. <laughs> well, this word here. Okay, now here's some notes. Syntax, you're always dangling. No X and espresso. Your participles dangling. Winter. Winter shim. Uh, this, this word means counterclockwise. <laughs> Counterclockwise? Well, I think they say counterclockwise. I don't know. We've got to call it Wittershin. So if Wittershin is counterclockwise and it's just Shin is clockwise or is just Witter clockwise? That's a good question. Wittershin, I'm at the roller skating ring. Wittershin is totally, backwards and Wittershin. Might be a totally different word that will come up in the future. Who knows? Mm, wow. <laughs> Witter shin and writer shin instead of left, left and right. Ah. <laughs> okay. But I don't want your drum. If you really want, leave out that Oxford comp. Just keep in mind that we are you. Our next word, we're going to, it's malinimacy. And let me spell it M O L. Y 
B D O M A N C Y. Molly Bedemacy. Molly Bedemacy. Yeah, it was weird to have a B the, but the, in the middle of it. Molly Bedemacy, whatever. Bidet? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Molly is using her bidet. <laughs> and uh, they made a word about it. It's a bidet for your mouth. But, but it has to be someone named Molly, or, or, or else the word doesn't work. <laughs> it's a bidet well, maybe Molly is going to be doing. Okay, Molly is going to be. Our words, not letters. Together. Studying the motion of molten lead. Oh wow! How you how unique is that? I mean, that's pretty limited for a word, right? You can't <laughs> study anything else. Just molten lead, not molten plastic, not molten iron, not molten <laughs> aluminum. Lead. <laughs> only lead. You can't melt the popsicle. It's only molten lead. Molten lava? Forget it. <laughs> Okay, another word is you never write words using numbers. Hey, hey. Unless you're seven, yeah, hey. or your name is Prince. Word cry is deflagisticate. D E P H L O G I S T. Deflagist. Oh, I see. It ends with I see. Deflagistic. Deflagistic. Logistic is like logistic. It's like maybe the study of something, like logic or something. Deflagistic. The study of deaf, deafness, like Def Leppard. You <laughs> study Def Leppard albums and you check for back, back master lyrics. There we go. <laughs> Well, this big long word means. Means to make something fireproof. No, that's not right at all. <laughs> I'm going to make this stick fireproof. I hope you're going to make it diaphlectic. By burning it, <laughs> then it'll be fireproof. Oh, okay. This next word then is. Cyapatus. And it is. Cyapatus. S C I A P O D O U S. Cyapatus. Wow. Hmm. This whenever science makes no sense, instead of science, yeah. scientific, it's skyapodism. It's totally stupid science. It's a, it's a really ignorant scientist who hasn't learned how to do science yet. Weird science. Skyapodus. Uh, Sky huh. Well, Podus is the president of the United States, so it's the science science of studying the president. Yeah, there we go. Okay. One thing I ask of you, have to learn your homophones is past to learn to diagram a sentence to always say to whom, don't ever say to who. Well, any guesses for you, Terry? Um, 
Hi, Apple Dust. Mm. Nope. <laughs> nope. Okay. Well, this word means to have big feet. <laughs> oh, I should know that. I'm sky for this. There's that story last week of that growing. I was just thinking that I was like, I couldn't remember it was last week or the week before. Now we have a word for it. Yeah, it was yeah. the world's tallest woman or the world's the biggest, biggest feet. feet. With the, yep. the skyapodus. She was very skyapodus. That was our last word. So All right. Go back to preschool. Get out of the gene pool. Because it's the end of the body. There's a way down there at the bottom of the body. What sort of nonsense is this? The Retro Radio Podcast is home of the Retro Bots. I'm David. I'm Kelly. Presenting family-friendly entertainment in the form of classic old-time radio shows. Visit the homepage at retro-otr.com. While you're there, leave us an email, comment on any of the show notes. You could even like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. We would love to hear from you. Frighten them. Frighten them. I'd like to fricassee them. Okay, moving on to our, what was it, anchor topic? Yeah, I'll say, and since you made that dramatic sound again, it's time for our <laughs> anchor topic. <laughs> well, my wife. Well, Circling back around on our list of topics, where we have a schedule to talk about. I just have it written out as VIST, which is means something for people who are in the Veterans uh, Administration going to blind rehab. But for most people, uh, this talks about uh, getting enrolled in a rehab uh, service or connected with support groups and whatnot. We kind of use that as a wild card. And I know before we got started, Terry had some things to talk about with getting an iPhone set up and logged on to the App Store. Do you want to resurrect that conversation or what? Oh, yeah, sure. Um, what was I saying? Was you, it, were, uh, you were trying to do what? You were trying to set up an email? I was, or training, trying to set up... I was training a woman in our blind group yesterday went my wife and i went to her apartment and i was training her more on the iphone um and we uh encountered you know i i had been working with her for a month a couple months it's like every time i go over i forget to have her put her credit card into her phone and so i uh wanted to put out a public service announcement here as well with this whatever but still um we went there and i had my wife you need to get her credit card and put her credit card number in the phone and she i said go to settings and you click on the name and then you go into payments and uh shipping and then she's like it's got a credit card in here already and i go 
And she told me the last four of it. And I, well, that's my credit card. Oh, crud. I forgot. That, that explains for all those purchases for Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> it's nice. Well, no. I, you know, it's like, um, you know, when you, uh, we set up her phone, but then I, she needed practice doing the, her double finger, two finger double taps. And so. Well, I, and real quick, to kind of pause your train of thought is, on the iPhone, you the purpose with the credit card is you have to have it, otherwise you can't make purchases through the app store. Now, once you have it in there, you can take it out if you don't want to save it in there. Right. Well, or in this case, if you have someone else's credit card, you can take it out and reinstall your own credit card. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry about that. But I, I was going to get back to it. I was just jumping back to regress it. Um, for that purpose, you know, you you normally every time you start your phone you used to have to put that a credit card or a gift card in there right away or it wouldn't function at all and so now they've made it to where you can get your phone going but you cannot download any apps of course until you put that in there even if they're free you still have to have the card in there well in order for her to practice with her double taps i i sent her a message well to from my phone to hers while I was sitting there to add her to my family sharing plan. And so the thing is, is when you put somebody on your family sharing for those people who might have it, um, that would enable her to, that's what put my credit card into her phone. Um, just like my sister years ago, uh, Jill, I put her <laughs> on my family plan so she could then look in the app store and see my purchases whether it was apps or movies or videos or um songs and so next time jill's out there she smacked his face you know it won't let you share the ringtones for some reason but still and so jill was i, I got a text message from apple that said one of your family members, Jill Kelly, is trying to purchase an item from the, from iTunes. Do you want to allow that purchase? And I'm like, oh, heck no. Let me call Jill. And so I had to call and say, hold on. Let's see how to take you off the plan if, if you want to use your own card. So just a note to everybody who has family sharing um, like that. I forgot that I'd put her on the family sharing, this other member in our blind group so they should give you the option to choose different cards not yours well, yeah your, your card my card we could have still put it in there yeah i could have went in there and took the i think i might have took the last three numbers off the card you know to make it safer for my wife's feelings that you know but, but anyway so it was in there and so we decided to install you know start installing apps so when you we went to zoom to download the zoom app and once you um go to download the app you put in the pass your password then it asks you a question do you want to type your password in after every time you download an app or do you want to wait 15 minutes and i told my wife select wait 15 minutes so that way you could you could download an app and then re-download another app after app after app but if you wait 15 minutes you got to re-enter your password so I had a list of apps to download. That was what, one of the things I went for as well, to put a card in there and download some apps. And really the only app that you need, I told her, uh, I downloaded them, um, these apps. I downloaded one after the next for her. And then I explained to her 
what they were in more detail. However, I, after a while of setting them up on her phone, I said, you know what? Let me put your phone down. And you just went from 90% battery power down to 20%. Wow. The time we were monkeying around with it. Then my wife finally decides to tell us, well, the flashlight's on. How long <laughs> have you been on? She's like, the whole time. And I go, well. Oh, well, now you say something. You're gonna, <laughs> well, I thought you guys knew. And I go, how would we know that the flashlight's on? That's another question that us blind people don't know. So if your battery drains really quickly. If, if it mysteriously <laughs> dies within moments. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it was. You might want to check that. It might have been within an, an hour's time or less, and it went from ninety down to twenty. And as I, but still, down. an hour to go that low that fast, yeah. Uh, and, so, and, and just for people who are asking, well, how do you check that? You touch the top edge of your screen where that the top status bar is at. Three fingers swipe up, and you swipe right until you find flashlight. And it'll say it's on, so you tap, double tap it, and then it says off. I usually just say, hey, Siri, turn flashlight off. That's, That's one way to do it, too. The torch, they have to call it a torch, is already on. Really? But I have mine on British English is probably why they say torch. But, oh. But uh, if it was on, it would say it's on, or it would say turning up, it's turned off or whatever. But I usually, that's a quicker way to do it. But yeah, there's more than one way to skin a cat, as they say. But they... Or stuff but, went into a suitcase. But the thing was, was I downloaded the Be My, not Be My, I did download Be My Eyes app, but I downloaded Seeing AI. And, but whenever you first open it, the neat thing with it now is for each category that's on the app itself, depending on what version of iPhone you have, it's got more than what I have on mine, but mine will do 13 different things whereas the iphone 8 that she has will only do about eight things and one but each thing as you go to it it describes what it does and it even has a tutorial you can watch i never noticed that or they never had that when i first downloaded the app but with the updates out there they made it to where each item it'll tell you to have a watch the tutorial button and the items are limited because sometimes the hardware doesn't support some of the later editions. Right. And to go over that in, in a nutshell, hers was that has the, the short text where you can just pick your phone up and it'll read text on, on, you know, plain text on whatever. And they tell you, as soon as it sees it, it'll speak. It. <laughs> right. And it specifically says it won't read handwriting. It'll just read plain common text. Or type okay so then you go to number two which is a document and that you can snap a picture and it'll read you the document or it can read it back to you in any language you prefer and that's more like the traditional ocr where you snap the picture it processes it and brings it back to you and right. when you use that one you can actually uh, choose to share and you can email yourself that that file so you can work with it later and so then on hers, then the third thing was the product, which is the barcode scanner. If you're, if you know where to find it at on your packaging, whatever, is your barcode scanner. And then the next one on, on hers anyway, was facial recognition where you can show it 
to some, point at somebody, it'll just tell you an image in the right. Maybe corner. image of a man, maybe right. image of a child. You can snap pictures, yeah. and then you can label that person. <clears throat> uh, it'll tell you by name who it is later. But and then the next one was a money identifier. That one really fascinated her. Um, so then it was a money identifier. Then she had the scenery identifier where you could snap a picture and they'll tell you what's in or the you can take snap a picture of your camper and says maybe a woman standing next to an airplane yeah i did that to me once <laughs> yeah. and then then her said the next one down for her said handwriting yeah and i'm like well see they, they'd said up at the very first one that, that it doesn't recognize handwriting right so if you want to the, the quick text does not but they have right. a specific one that does exactly and so they have us, they do, there is one on uh, seeing AI that will, it will read handwriting, just not the first setting. So you have oh. to remember that. And I, I haven't used that much, but I'm told it works really well. Uh, yeah. A person I was talking to said they had a Christmas card and then, you know, people were signing it. And I actually read the, the greeting and the signatures inside the Christmas card. Yeah. I would think, though, if they scribbled their signature like a doctor, it probably wouldn't read it. I think it would depend <laughs> on how neatly the handwriting was. Right, but right, sure. yeah. right. And, you know, because some women really like to use really nice looking. Uh, little script. rounded letters, little yeah. hearts over the eye. Yeah. And uh, little face and then and she had the then, of course, there was the color indicator and the light sensor, you know. And so she thought it was really awesome. I go, of course. That's the app that the, we the color using. indicator is kind of nice, but it does rely on rely on ambient light. So mm -hmm. you, if you have uh, poor lighting, the color may be off. It may say, you know, a dark brown when it's really tan or something. Or mm -hmm. uh, it does rely on ambient light. And and I still have that. I have that shirt, but I don't know have it on. That where my colorino sits there. It's the only shirt I've ever wore where my colorino says booger green booger green <laughs> not, not fluorescent pink or it's like pink and my wife is this red or pink she's like it's red it's like my thing's saying it's intensive pink and i'm like i ain't, i'm, I'm going to trust my colorino i ain't wearing it because it says booger green from my shirt you know <laughs> yeah booger green okay but anyway um the uh <laughs> Got off track here. So, but to you know, then then I you know had hit on the be my eyes, which is a uh, you know it had call uh, um, for help. Uh, and then it had specialized help or something. It said, and I go, well, maybe that means like you know, if the first one you're just going to get a general person, could be anybody. But if you were say a female and you're having female problems, then you could probably hit click on the special special uh -huh. service button to get an actual female person or request a specific well you're not supposed to show call and like you're, you're supposed to be dressed well exactly least, but, you know you can't it, it goes against the terms of use if you're not if, yeah. if you're not fully clothed now i i have a story about that where uh i forget who it was i was talking to but she said that she was using that and she was in a ho hotel room and she was wanting to know, like in the shower, which one was the conditioner and which one was the shampoo. So she snapped, held up and snapped a photo of it. 
but she didn't realize that when she did that, there was a mirror oh, no. <laughs> in the picture. And they're like, excuse me, but there's, we don't allow nude photos. She goes, what? And they told her about the mirror. And she goes, oh, sorry. Wow. No, that wasn't me that that happened to, but I have tried to figure out. I don't know. If you were a woman and you had all your sexy underwear in a drawer and you're looking for a specific pair and some guy's going, well, that's right there, lady, right to your right hand a little bit more. (laughs) There's your French cut panties. Looks like a pair of dental floss on there. Whatever. Well, yeah, I I don't know. I've never really used that app. I, I I have uh, one time. I have, but not for those kind of things. <laughs> right, and like I explained to her, I, I've used it. Um, I've said, "Hey, um, I'm trying to find. I have a bunch of extension cords here on my back patio. I'm looking for the a green extension cord. I know the cord I'm wanting is green. You know, I've got red and orange and green uh-huh. colored outdoor extension cords that go to different things. And so the green one goes to my swimming pool pump and my deck. And so can you help me find a green one? So they did. And so then I said, okay, well, where's my, my outlet? Okay, it's right there. We found it. Okay, now where's the, there's those three prongs. Where's the third prong go up or down? And they said sideways. And I go to the right or left. <laughs> and then, you know, they helped me get it all plugged in and stuff. So, you know, but it was a woman uh-huh. you know, that, that was there on the on the call so you know, right you didn't know who you're going to get when you use that but you know they it is and, and I, I know the people who do that are all volunteers and so right. it's it's good to keep your questions to the point and not be too conversational and it's also good to, to be you know, show gratitude and and politeness I, I know it, it can be frustrating and oh, i can't find out that thing but it's to, to them, it's like, I, I'm not signed on to hear your crap. <laughs> and if you're going to show ingratitude, you might be losing the volunteer here. So you, right. it's, it's a good policy to be courteous and polite, even you may be feeling not that way. I know the, the another app that I had downloaded on her phone was called Envision. Uh-huh. A lot of these, here's a neat thing. Okay, after we downloaded Zoom, just to regret, we downloaded the Zoom app, but then in the app store there, I told my wife, okay, well, let's look for Be My Eyes. She's like, what's the next one down? For some reason, when you download a handicap style app, it has a list of others in the app store similar. Huh. And so we didn't have to like search for it. They were a big list of apps that, that are available for the handicapped community. That uh, must be something new in the app store. Cause I've never noticed that before. Yeah, me either. But so you, she normally it's just a bunch of the same thing, but it's like, well, the next one down was envision or after be my eyes, the next one down was envision. I said, well, go ahead and download that one too. That one used to cost money, but it's free. Now it's similar to, seeing ai but it doesn't give you as much thing oh yeah that one you know, yeah. you can use the google the glasses with it you can do a couple other things magnify it's got a magnification program and uh it only has about four or five things that that it does but it is pretty neat and huh. then uh from we did the envision oh i know there was four square and blind square and i go no blind square that's like 49 dollars. but 
Foursquare is an app. We didn't download Foursquare, but I think she wanted it. But and then she didn't care to get script talk because she doesn't like getting prescriptions from Walmart. You know, uh. Walmart has script talk labels that you can request. Yeah. Now, that. do you have script talk on your iPhone then? Yeah. Yes. Now, how does that work to scan your bottle? You place there's a sticker you, on the bottom. You can, of, you can no, there's no sticker on the bottom. Well, in, I in, get it from Humana. That's where they put the sticker on, the, like a. It's under the label. Well, I, I know you, whenever they you get it, the label there's a a little chip under the label, right. and, and that, you can that's it. pass it over your 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 hardware uh, <laughs> scanning device. But how do you scan it on the phone? Well, on the phone, I can get my phone out here and and uh, 10, 11 a.m. demonstrate. Let me unlock it here. This could be another show. <laughs> this could oh, kind of long. It'll only take a minute. <laughs> yeah, I know. It'll take minute. Long. It tells you to put your bottle over the earpiece of your phone and it scans it somehow. But you don't, all you have to do is set it upright. You, yeah. you don't have to set it, you don't have to swipe it, this, the, the label across it. Yeah. It'll still detect it within a certain range if you have your so, phone. The phone will detect the chip in the bottle. Yeah. Huh. I got a bottle right here. I guess that would yeah. make yeah, some but do sense. Do you want the whole world knowing what medicine you're going to take? <laughs> Why not? Well, anyway. I don't know. Somebody might. When you go in there, it's got full scan, quick scan or button. quick scan. My meds button. And then your my meds button. Quick scan, but if you go scan, to the button. full scan, you double tap. Ready to scan. Ready to scan. And it says, Place script talk label over your speaker at the top of the phone. 13 Pro Max. Alexa, stop. Alexa wanted to scan too. Evidently. Oh, it timed out. No prescription. No prescription. No prescription. Got it. Button. Got it. Do it again. Back. You. Script talk mobile. All you do is sit your, you can just sit your bottle over the speaker. You know, like you're sitting it on the table. Full scan. Button. Full scan. Ready to scan. Okay. Medication. Ibuprofen 600 milligrams tablet. There we tablet. go. Ibuprofen yeah. 600 milligrams. Okay. And it says. Ibuprofen 600 milligrams tablet. Double tap to hear pronunciation. Instructions. Take one tablet by mouth three times. Eight days needed with food. Fill date. November 14th. Yeah, the same pill three times. Huh? Wow. November 11th. 2020. I know with the iPhone, you can like swipe it past like a credit card reader and do Apple Pay. No, yeah. it uses that same sensor to read your chip. Right. Yeah, but it tells you all the way that I'm down the warning on the full scan, but the quick scan, I'll just read you the alcohol label may this alcohol and marijuana may intensify this effect don't drive a boat or a car okay and so yeah it'll go on and it'll tell you the doctor's name yes yeah, don't, don't drive any motor yeah. cars then all i can and so the uh um it is it's on the phone you know you can download it on the phone and then send your machine back if you want to but still nice to have a machine but um, Mine's usually in the closet. Yeah, I, I'm not sure where my machine is at the moment. It should be here in the house somewhere. 
uh, I've gotten out of the habit of using it. I mean, for one thing, you get used to the size and shape of the pill bottles. Yeah. Another thing, my wife generally will run through and load my pill boxes up faster than I can, so she just does it's, that. Because the, the thing is, is the neat thing with the script talk, it, it's actually if you're if you're like me, at the, after I use finish my pills, I I peel the label off. I throw the label when I keep the bottle and put nuts and bolts and screws in them in my toolbox. But the thing is, is when you peel the label off, then my wife or whoever would say, Oh my God, it looks like computer, like the inside of a computer on the back of the label. It's got like the computer, like the old right. uh, circuit card. Yeah. Well, not the card, but like the, oh, the ribbon uh, cable. Yeah. Ribbon cable. He stuff on the back. I'm like, Oh, cool. Then what I did was I peeled the label off and I tried to scan it with my script talk. And once you peel it off, it don't work no more. Huh. Can't, it won't read it, you know? And so, you know, it's just trash after that. But if you get your prescriptions from the VA hospital, the veterans or Walmart, you can request script talk labels. Um, if you get it, Walmart won't get them. CVS won't get them. CVS has something similar. You mean Walmart or Walgreens? You said Walmart twice there. No, I said Walmart Pharmacy has script talk. And Walmart, then you said, but if you get it from Walmart, you can't get them. So yeah. did you mean Walgreens? Walgreens will not get script talk. I have, but see, that's what our Madison County Association of the Blind Group is. It's to advocate for blind people's rights. I've called Walgreens. And said, can you get script talk? I said, can I talk to your supervisor? I want to talk to their supervisor. I'm the, you know, that's what we do here as well as that's another thing that we do. Do you guys want script talk labels at CVS? Cause we can call and keep calling until they do it. If they won't do it for Madison County, then that's when we go to this Illinois state board of the council of the blind and say, we want it on Walgreens and CVS. And so then they will go and support us in our endeavors, et cetera. And mm -hmm. if they won't listen to the state of Illinois, then we'll turn to the American Council of the Blind. And with the that's just another one of the ADA, the Americans with Disabilities, uh -huh. that we get passed, you know. But I was talking to another blind person, and I he said, when I go to a restaurant, they offer me a, a Braille menu, but I tell them, no, that's okay. And I said, no, you should accept it. And if you, even if you don't read Braille, you should act like you're reading it because they went to so much trouble to get the Braille menus because they were forced right. to do it because people like us. Yeah. <laughs> Braille, Braille menus are surprisingly expensive. Right. Uh, they're a lot more expensive than you think they are. Uh, and so if the restaurant went through the effort to spend 150, 200 bucks, 300 bucks to get that menu, you might as well at least be gracious enough to take it, whether you actually use it or read it or not. They're at least trying to be offering a service. Yeah. Right. Because they, they were forced to do it. You used to be able to sue them. You can't sue them no more. And the thing is, is if you, if everybody keeps refusing the Braille menus, then more and more restaurants aren't going to go to the trouble to get them for the people who want or need them. And, so, and whenever I say a hundred, two hundred, $300, that's per menu. Right. Whereas it might only cost twenty bucks to print a regular menu, <laughs> and you know they're they're taking away some other stuff, you know, from because people have not been using it or doing it, and they fought fought to get it with the Americans with Disabilities Act, 
I, there was a day where I would actually read the, the Braille menu whenever I could still read Braille. Yeah. Uh, and I, I always found it a little annoying because I would be scanning through the, the menu in Braille and my wife is reading it and she's reading about two lines ahead of where I'm at. It's like, you know, you don't have to read that to me. I'm there right now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of useless. I'm trying to read it and you're distracting me by reading it and you're reading the same thing I'm reading. Like, so read to yourself. <laughs> it takes me like three or four hours probably to read it down. some people would yeah i mean not that i was all that fast at reading it but i could at least you know find what I, what I was looking for and just like in print things are formatted it's not like you had to have a solid grid of dots on the page there are spaces and white space and stuff between and some people items. ask that, you know, I think I don't think the iPhone has a Braille display reader um, on it. I think you might be able to get one that attaches. Or I don't know what you mean by that. They, pop up on your we're, we're starting to go a little bit long, but yeah, they do make a Braille display for a phone. Yeah, uh, and you can actually use the Braille display. Uh, actually, you can put your phone in your pocket and never touch the screen. You can do everything right from your Braille display. Yeah. All the swipes and clicks and everything. Uh, but let's go ahead and move on because we're start, starting to uh, meander through a lot of topics. Uh, and even though it is a wild card topic, we got to call quit somewhere here. Sorry, I got overexcited. Yeah, <laughs> I guess the bottom line is there's lots of accessibility on the phone uh, to make things livable for a blind person. Now, why didn't I think of that? Now, wait a minute. So it's time to end for email what's in the mail for today oh just the usual bunch of crackpot letters what's it say what well isn't that nice i have an email it was sent to me in email <laughs> um but i won't vouch for the uh the truthfulness of it but i'll read it anyway <laughs> at approximately 3:48 a.m oh, properly huh the exact time. <laughs> oh. I was abruptly awakened by the sound of two gunshots and uh, blasts and breaking glass across the house. I've got to say, my military training kicked in as if I had just returned home yesterday. I grabbed my trusty 45 as I rolled out of bed into a weaver stand. Trigger safety, well, trigger safety off. Okay, it's hard to read this one. Uh, weapon hot and ready. Uh, I was, I listened for any movement in the house. Okay. Quick peek outside the bedroom door, no movement. No sound of an intruder. Uh, moving with the stealth of Paul Bludge Lord B-L-R-T E-L-A-O Blart whoever that is Maul Cock Paul Blart Maul Cock I moved through the house room through I don't know what 
I read it. It's English. I don't know what it means. Checking behind doors, closets, windows with nothing left to chance, and a and a quick glance at a security camera showed nothing. That's this format is really weird. I barely crawled. Wait, that's the belly crawled. Belly crawled across the kitchen floor like Tom Cruise on a piss possible mission. Um, possible mission. Still impossible. no sign of a burglar. But then I saw it. The refrigerator door was ajar. It was my teenage grandson eating on my pie. <laughs> I saw the slowly stepped into the kitchen to find the carnage and horror apparently to cans of Pillsbury dough biscuits had frozen and burst next to a bottle of Jack Daniels and impact caused to hit the refrigerator or then shattered. My friend Jack saw it coming and died from an LBD. No, that doesn't make any sense. From an IED. We never talked much. He was only in my house for a short time, but he was always there for me. Nonetheless, uh, he was always there for me. Goodbye, my friend Jack. Wow. Um, <laughs> I had so much trouble reading that. I, I lost track of what the story was all about. So if you got it, haha, I don't know. I'll have to read it again. It's formatted really weird with really super long lines. It's hard to keep up with the voice and. Anyway, sent in from a listener. Well, maybe you can reread that, put it back in something, spice it. I don't but know. If you guys could keep up with it, but I'm, I was fighting with listening and trying to repeat it, and I lost tabs of whatever was happening. It's something in the refrigerator, carnage, and Paul Blard is the mall cop. The movie, the mall cop with Paul Paul Blard. I do not know what that is. There was a movie called The Mall Cop, Paul Blard, Mall Cop. Uh, yeah, I've never Kevin heard of it. James was the guy, Paul Blard, who was a, a mall cop, and that was the movie. It was all about nutty stuff that happened in the mall. So whoever sent this in was sneaking through their house acting like him? They, they were, the Mission he, Impossible popped in there, too, so he was being sneaky like Tom, Tom Cruise, Tom like an, an impossible mission. Sure, yeah, mission I, impossible. I've, I've never watched any of those movies either. Mission Impossible. Oh my god, yeah, no. the old TV show. Well, they I've seen the TV impossible. show, but not the one with Tom Cruise. Well, yeah, but he was the main character in the new and all the remake movies and stuff of it. Yeah, but so I've what never was seen it. on with the, the biscuits <laughs> and the refrigerator? I didn't understand that part. Me either. You never had cans of biscuits explode. Not in the refrigerator. Woman, there was a woman in Texas who uh, 
called 911 because she shot, thought somebody shot her in the back of the head. Uh, and she called 911 because she felt back and felt something gooey. And one of the cans of biscuits exploded and hit her in the back of the head. My. Right, because they were in a hot car, but not in a fridge. But, yeah, no, but it said that they froze and the can burst. Oh. Burst open if they freeze too. Yeah, well. And again, I, I'll have to read it. Whoever it was in the house, you know, it was in the military, and then they got grabbed their gun and went quietly uh, through their house to investigate, and somebody was in their house. It's like somebody had some PTSD in their house. So <laughs> he went looking for an intruder, but it was just a can of biscuits that broke the bottle of Jack. Oh, and, he understood it. <laughs> and so, yeah, okay. I mean, the, the lines are like really long. It's like by the time I got halfway through the line, I couldn't hear the end of the line, so I'd have to reread the first part of the line and hear the last part of the line. It's like, I just oh. not making any sense or reading the words, but if you guys can get it, that's great, but I don't. Now, this whole thing is ridiculous. Magnificent. Uh, anyway, we, can... we are now down to our final thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, that too. After, after all these years of marriage, my wife, every time I walk past, she still says, what a man. I guess it's all about the tone of the voice there, huh? It started out as one and went to the other. <laughs> Somebody asked me, are you free today? And I said, no, I'm expensive every day. <laughs> yeah. Well. Why did the baby strawberry cry? Because his mom was in a jam. Oh, no. <laughs> I failed math so many times in school, I can't even count. <laughs> what did the punching bag say to the boxer? Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> oh. I was at a dinner party when the hostess asked me to cut the cheese. Seems I misunderstood what she meant. I was going to say this one earlier, but um, I got fired from the calendar factory. All I did was took a day off. Took a day off. <laughs> took a day off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why can't a T-Rex clap their hands? Because they're extinct. <laughs> they're extinct. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with their arms being too short. They're just dead. <laughs> they're just dead. <laughs> well, what did the mama tomato say to the baby tomato? 
Come on, catch up. <laughs> Well, I just burned 2,000 calories. That's the last time I took brownies in the oven before I take them down. Did you hear about that cowboy that needed to borrow some money? His horse gave him a few bucks. <laughs> the fucking Bronco. Yeah. I would like to test the theory that money cannot buy you happiness. <laughs> give me some money so I can test it. You know. <laughs> the more money, the better. The more I can test it. Last night, my wife was complaining that I didn't listen to her or something like that. <laughs> Did you hear about the world's worst hockey team? They drowned during spring training. Drowned? <laughs> well, spring training, they're kind of hard to skate. Well, be nice to your children, for they will choose your rest home. Yes. <laughs> I put this one on Facebook. Don't know if you saw it, but... The other day I was riding my donkey and somebody threw a rock and I fell off. I was stoned off my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened to the cop that sneezed in bed? He blew his cover. <laughs> what do you call a lamb covered in chocolate? Candy bar. <laughs> Did you know Adam and Eve were the first ones to ignore the apple that turns into green? The apple turns into green. <laughs> Oh, and look what happened. The majority of my diet is made up of foods that my kids can't finish. <laughs> well, that's all I ever eat. At least when I was younger. <laughs> I buy all my guns from a guy named T-Rex. He's a small arms dealer. <laughs> but he uh, can't clap. <laughs> yeah, he can't clap at all. Just got the rhythm, you know. That's it. I was, I was looking for that. I, I bought a bag of Ziploc freezer bags. I'm thinking about returning them. They just stay room temperature. <laughs> they don't freeze. Uh, uh. Uh, bad joke. Anyway, that's that's all I got for today. So, pollen is what happens when flowers can't keep it in their pants. 
Island. Plants. I meant plants. Can't keep it in their plants. I messed that <laughs> in a plants. I said plants. You know, little fat man, I could go for someone like you. Well, then I guess if we're all thotted out, yep. uh, it's the time of the show where we wind it all down and say, hey, this is your host saying thanks for listening. Stop by your favorite uh, podcast directory. Find it in your podcast app. Leave us a rating and review. Uh, tell a friend about us. Put us in their iPhone app or smartphone app. And if you don't know how to do all that, just visit our webpage, thatsoundsfunny.com. You can listen to all the shows right there on the webpage. We have built-in players for all that. There's buttons and links for subscribing. Uh, if you visit it with your smartphone, so click of a button, you can subscribe. All kinds of ways to do that and listen and share. You can even hit the share button and share us on stuff like Twitter and Facebook or wherever you happen to have sharing social media stuff. But hey, wherever you share us at, send us an email and let us know. We'd be happy to respond to that on the show. Uh, you can use our contact link on the webpage. Send us your own funny family story or email or ask a question and we can uh, address it in our anchor topic. So, with all of that said, it's time to say we're out of here. We'll be back next week. That sounds funny. TSF at thatsoundsfunny.com. That sounds funny. However, for some people, when you put in thatsoundsfunny.com, there's no spaces. It's all one word. Thatsoundsfunny.com. Yeah. Somebody um, put spaces in there and can't find us. It's 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 amazing to me that after the internet's only been around since like the mid nineteen nineties that people don't get it. There's there's no no spaces in a URL ever. There's never a space in a URL. Otherwise it would be an underscore. <laughs> if the yeah, there'll either be dashes, there'll be underscores. If you ever notice, there is never on anybody's URL ever on the planet, there are no spaces in a URL.